back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Now I'm back. I'm back. And I want to talk about some shit. Like, um, let's start with Krishan, okay? We're not even going to go into this whole... We're not doing no intros right now. Like, I'm I'm coming back real raw and collected. My thoughts are all over the place. So, Blueface and Krishan are deemably one of this generation's most toxic ass couples or business partners. I don't know. Like, they're so disgusting and so toxic to each other. Um, That is scary as fuck. Because it's like... And I'm going solely off... Not even solely. I'm not going to say solely. I'm going off of the most recent interview uh, with Sharp, Gina, uh, for No Jumper. That was horrendous. That was... You saw the direction that he wanted to go in from the beginning of that interview. And if you can't see right through that shit, it's crazy. Like, I'm even going to give Gina a little bit of credit because she too was like, what the fuck are you talking about with your green heels on? Like, what are you saying? Um, But she too, at some point, was looking at Sharp like, nigga, chill. Like, you're doing too fucking much. And even like... And I feel like if I'm speaking about this, like, stop right now and go look at the interview. And then come back to what I'm saying. Because you're not going to get it until you see that horrendous ass mess. Um, Yeah, he approached her. Like, obviously, she was on one. She was on one. Um, But they kind of started out basically saying to Krishan, like, oh, you look emotional. What's going on? Um, And she was very calm. And she was just like, I don't know. Um... (laughs) maybe it's uh, my period or maybe I'm pregnant. And automatically Sharp was like, oh, baby. (laughs) Yo, I can't stand him. He was just like, I don't know. I don't see. You can either be pregnant or you can have your period, but I don't see it going both. And so she had to explain. I'm so sorry for that (laughs) because. But she had to explain and say to him, like, first of all, anyway so she had to explain basically to him to say I'm not saying I'm on my period I'm saying I'm either about to get my period or I'm probably pregnant because I'm mad emotional as a man at that point you leave it alone but at some point he told you like I guess he slowed it down so automatically it went from that to jumping into the most recent incident where she threw the cup at his head he was bleeding, whatever, or the most episode, most recent episode of um, Crazy in Love on Zeus. So, um, he's basically, you know, saying what he's saying, and she's clearly triggered. Multiple times this girl has said, I do not want to talk about this. Like, I don't want to talk about it. And they kept going. Then you got blue linky ass in the corner. Literally, they're ganging up on her for like 15 minutes. Until whatever, everybody saw the viral clip of her popping and shit just got crazy. Um, She was uncomfortable. They was arguing, whatever. And obviously, you know, when shit like that happens, things go viral. um, And people start to form opinions. And I feel like the majority of the opinions that I've seen 
Because, um, you know, everybody becomes therapists online. Everybody got their doctorate. Like, everybody is really, they have studied these things and they know what's going on based off of a couple of clips or whatever. She's wild. I'm never going to deny that. Like, yeah, she fucking released their sex tape. She hit the nigga in the head with a glass bottle. She fights when she needs to fight. Like, she definitely has a lot going on that is not um, okay. Um, But let's talk about Blue fucking bitches every five minutes disrespecting his mom and his sister even though that kind of you know came to a whole like everything uh came to fruition when they dropped the episode with him and his mom speaking but you and you can tell like even his mom she wants him to take care of her and put her before any other woman like that's just very obvious um but yeah so all of these things are going on and everybody on social media is legit calling Krishan out, saying how toxic she is. Oh, that baby need help. Oh, you got Bobby Light's ass um, right and talking about, I'm going to just be real because nobody else don't want to say it, but Krishan, you don't need a baby. You don't know that girl from a hole in the fucking wall, clearly, because you're writing this on Twitter, but also you don't fucking even know her. Um, And you're giving her advice about being a mother on Twitter. Like, how fucking annoying is that? But anyway... So you have all these people giving out all these opinions. Um, and I'm just like going through the comments and I'm like looking at a lot of the opinions and I'm just like, this is bullshit. Like, not only do I feel like society has put us to a point where we like to blame the woman a lot, even as women, we do it. But, you know, a lot of the time shit be going on. You never see a man saying, not never, but you rarely see a man coming to a man and say, nah, you fucking, you fucked up. And if you think about it, here I go. But if you really think about it, even when you see a group of guys like that are friends, a lot of niggas don't be having their friends like they dudes once they find somebody that they really fucking love. You lose a lot of friends once you really find your wife or like, not even like your wife, but somebody who you are loyal to and who you, niggas be like, oh, you're not acting the same or you choosing your girl before you put, before your friends as he should because he's not, you know, into men. And if he was, I'm going to take that out. Um, But... It's like you, you know, you're not the person who I thought you was, or you're not the same person who was clubbing back with us 2012, whatever, whatever. Like, look at you, nigga, like you in love. Why is that a problem? Why is it so hard for us to put our people in their place when they are doing things um, in conjunction with something with someone else? Like, what is that about? Why? Do we pat our niggas on the back or pat our friends on the back when they fucking up? Um, But when they're doing right, it's kind of like, fuck y'all. Why is that? I think that's so weird. Um, And I think that's a horrible mentality, us, even as New Yorkers that we have, because um, accountability is important. It's important at home when you're in a relationship, but it's also important um, in a relationship. Like, 
I mean, it's it's also important with your friends too. Like, I could never, and I and I'm saying this with confidence. I could never be a yes man to my friends, like ever, <laughs> because what's gonna happen with me being a yes man is is a few things. The main thing that's going to happen, though, is they're going to... I mean, grown people are going to do what grown people do. But... And I'm not speaking about, like, oh, uh, I'm talking about real friends. Real friends know. Like, my friends, they know. They fucking know. And I would hope that they would be that type of friend to me. If I hit them, one of my friends up tomorrow, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to go fuck with this nigga I'm at. Uh, uh, they're going to say, bitch, you're married. What the fuck are you doing? Like, that's the type of shit that... um you know, that I look at and I say, like, this is a problem. And this brings me back to the interview because you can clearly see that Blue and Sharp had a relationship and he was doing what he could to defend his friend. Um, He was basically saying, like, my bitch could never. <laughs> like, what? And Blue, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how fucking dodo are you? How stupid are you? Like, as a man. And you're saying, like, this is somebody that I'm taking seriously. This is something that we're doing, like, together. As a man, how you gonna let another man tell you how to be a man? Like, that's crazy to me. Or how to... Yo. Know. It makes no sense. It really, it really just makes no sense in the world to me. Um... Because it's, it's just crazy. And I just think that as a community, we have to learn how to hold our friends just as accountable, accountable as we will hold these people in the streets or like celebrities or whatever the case is. Like we have so much opinion and so much to say about these people who just flat out their life to us and, you know, embarrass themselves on social media or whatever the case is. But it's like, even with social media these days, there's nothing that's sacred. They announcing people's fucking pregnancies, deaths, posting deaths on like there's no, there's no cool like there's no sense of like you know what that's not I'm not gonna post this on the internet. I'm not gonna post this on the internet. I'm not gonna show this man's dead body in the street. I've seen so many dead bodies, um, more than I would like. I work in a health field and I haven't seen as many dead bodies as I see on social media. Like. It's crazy to me. People are, and it, and it makes me, it worries me about, you know, just like the children that we're growing and um, just the younger generation that's coming up because they're coming up to this senseless, these senseless times where like, oh, I see, nigga, I, could, I seen this on social media, so it's going to be all right. Like, we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in the time of social media. Like, I mean, we had AIM and um, we had like, uh, what's that shit? Sconex, MySpace and, um, you know, POV. I mean, I've never been on that. But we had these black parents, like we had these things that we used to log on to. But we also had curfews. We we also had, um, you couldn't call after a certain time. We also had like... There wasn't cameras everywhere, just documenting our every move. And maybe at some point, yeah, like when people of the or creators of Facebook and Instagram, you know, when they originally thought of it, they probably said, 
oh, well, we're making something so that people can have memories or people can, you know, have these updates. But it turned into seeing dead bodies on the Internet, cops chase, people being killed by police. It turned into so many political and social injustices that we're seeing seeing and going through um, all through social, social media. Like people don't even feel the, the need to check the news, to read an article, to see what's going on because social media has literally, in my opinion, fucked up our lives. And here I am on social media talking my shit. But um, that's because at this point, you do have to conform with the time and do what you have to do to follow your own dreams. And so... Yeah, I just say all of that to say, like, accountability is important from your friends as well as your partners, but definitely from your friends, too. Um, Stop being fucking sneaky. That shit is whack. Like, you're a grown-ass man or woman. You need to have people around you that's going to say to you, like, nah, you fucking up. Nah, you fucking up. Like, in that interview, I didn't hear Sharp say, one thing to contest anything that Blue said. Ghetto. Ghetto. And I know people these days that, like, I'm saying, like, real guy friends who, like, niggas won't even go to their mans and be like, bro, you got a good girl at home. And it's not even solely about cheating. Like, don't make that next move. Like, you should not. You shouldn't do that. Nah, bro, you spending a lot of money. Like, save your bread. You got kids to feed. Like, no, girl, like, you want to fuck with him? Like, you sure that? Like, why you are? Like, ask questions to your friends. Because every situation is definitely different. And I'm never going to sit here and say, like, oh, one of my homegirls came to me. And, oh, one of my friends probably came to me before and said, X, Y, and Z is happening. And I didn't say, all right, I'm riding with you. I have. I roll. Um, but I never ride blind. Can't drive a car without your contacts, right? So, like, I never ride blind. I'm always going to have... If if it's a friend that we speak all the time and I'm always doing this, I'm always going to have contacts. I'm always going to know what's going on and why she probably made that decision. And I'm still going to ask her. Just for her so I can know that she can be sure. There are things that happen sometimes and you don't have control over it. And what I'm saying is like, if you see a friend in need um, and you know, and if you, if you dare, let me finish my sentence. If you see a friend in need and you know that something they're doing uh, is not going to be a, have a positive effect on their life, you should say something. And if as a friend, if you dare have a friend uh, or see a friend doing something that is detrimental to a demise and you're enabling them, you ain't shit. And that's on period. Like, to be a friend. I don't like friends like that. You can't be my friend if you can't tell me, bitch, you fucked up. So that's my TED Talk. Um, so that's that. Um, I have seen this meme and I've seen it like going around and it basically said like, it's super weird to talk about your friend's business to your boyfriend. Y'all tweaking. And I feel, I feel this comment a lot. Like I, I agree with it. Just to start out with that, I agree with it. It's hard, right? I feel like us as women, like 
when we have a best friend, our best friend has to know everything. Most of the time, sometimes, um, in relationships, our best friend ends up being our nigga, our man. Like, my man is my best friend. And I feel the need to tell my best friend a lot of things. Like, but um, there is a cutoff on what you should be telling your man. Like, me personally, my friends be wilding. (laughs) And I know, like, if I tell my man half of the shit that my friends do, when I want to do something with my friends, the first thing that my man is going to know is that my friend is a hoe. And if my man know that my friend is a hoe, <laughs> um, that's a problem because now I can't hang out with my whole friend. I can't go to Jamaica with my friend and that's a hoe. Because even though my man trusts me, to me, I feel like it's bringing questions. Like, yeah, you could tr- say whatever. I do not care. And I'm going to say this honestly. I don't give a fuck who you are and how much you trust your spouse. If you know that they are about around someone who could possibly, you know, fuck that up, you're definitely going to be like, nah. <laughs> You gonna wear for how many days with who? No, you're not. No, you're not. I don't even want you in that that you shouldn't even wanna then it they tricky. Like dudes are tricky because then they'll be like, you shouldn't even wanna be with somebody who you know are gonna be doing all that stuff because you you're not single. You in a relationship. Ah ah. So now you look at you defending yourself before you even booked your flight. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And so to discuss. Every bit of your friend's business with your man is to to not discuss any of your friend's business with your man realistically um, is not possible. And if you say that it's it's it is possible, you're a fucking liar. I don't even want to. You shouldn't even be listening right now. Um, but to really, honestly, and truly not discuss. Your your friend's business is 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 impossible. Now, in my household, I will say we have a Chinese wall. Yes, we do. Um, my my man is 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 like if my friend just got off the phone with me and she's like, bro, I need you to come because this happened. I'm gonna tell my man this is what's going on. But if my friend is 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 explaining a sexual encounter with her man or something that she's doing that maybe she's not supposed to be doing. If you think I'm going to my man to let him know that you're fucking crazy. Because first of all, in being with somebody for a certain amount of time, you are living vicariously through your friends. You are. I want to hear about it. Okay. And I want to be able to hear about it in peace. I don't want to have to go report to inspect gadget. Oh, this is what's going on. Da 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 da. Now I'm in the house for too long and I want to go out and I'm like, well, um, <laughs> I want to go out here with, uh, Sarah. And he's like, but then she just sucked that nigga dick that she just met. No, I'm, <clears throat> all my friends are saints, period. They're all saints. If he don't like you, he don't like you cause of you, but it would never be cause of me. <laughs> All my friends are Sister Mary Clarence's 
they're nuns, and that's just what it is. Because when I want to have a good time with my friends, I want to have a good time with my friends, and I don't want—I don't want to have to discuss that with my man. So I say that to say I 100% agree. Uh, I 100% agree. Stop telling. I don't want to know all your friends' business because I'm gonna judge them too, and I'm gonna make it very clear that I'm gonna judge them. Like my man got some friends I can't stand. I can't stand. And I can't stand them because they hoes. So I know if I'm going to feel like that, I know my man going to feel like that. And that's just that. And that's just that. Now, if we all go out and he see you being a hoe, then baby, you on your own. I ain't going to be able to put the nun suit on you. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do that. But anyways, most recently, Miss Carisha had um she was doing her podcast with trina and she mentioned that she enjoys golden showers and so you know how i'm coming right y'all letting these niggas piss on y'all like and I'm not here to judge. This is a judgment-free zone. We are at the truth, not ratings. Um, but I really am intrigued, honestly. More than, like, making a joke out of it, I'm super intrigued. And so we're going to set up a scenario. Um, just say you meet a dude, you feeling him, you feeling him hard, like... Y'all into some kinky stuff, like y'all pouring wax, y'all licking the gooch, might be a little booty, like whatever y'all doing, y'all doing it. And one day he says to you, let me piss on you. What? Mm, Sorry, no judgment. But he's saying to you, like, let me, let me piss on you. In your sexual experience, is that something And you hot and heavy. Like, he just, he just, his dick is bomb. Like, he got the dick of the century. You letting him piss on you? Because in my experience with, like, the body from men, like, things that come out of them, a lot of niggas don't eat good. Piss could be rank. It could be strong. I mean, I know they say like when, say you have a baby, like there's people who actually like um, uses their baby's pampers to clear up acne, but this is like a baby. So not much of anything is going. And I'm not really, and when I say like, like it's not even about eating good. I'm thinking about perk dick, like, cause you know, they be on, people be, they be on these, the drugs. I'm not even talking about somebody who just smoke weed whatever because a lot of niggas don't even drink water if we really gonna talk about it but anyways that's my question for the segment like if the opportunity arise let's even make it juicy and say you found drew a bdb right a big dick baller and he he got bread you don't see him. Y'all don't got too much going on. Maybe not the one you're going to marry, but definitely somebody that you're having so much fun with and he blows the bag every time. You don't have no worries about him. And he like, yo, I'm going to fly you out. He fly you out. 
you get there. All right, sex is good. Yeah, da, da, da. He like, oh, let's try something new. Pull his dick out and start spraying piss on you. You're going to be like, oh, I love it. Or you're going to be like, nigga, are you dumb? And I need honest answers because the last time I was asking the girls and the girls wasn't being honest. Like half the girls was acting like they don't even lick the gooch and I don't like that. So I want to know how many golden showers are you willing to have? And that's what it is. Holla at me.